So today, Law of One, Session 77, February 10, 1982, 25 exchanges, mainly talking about psychic greeting, psychic attack, uh, dynamics um, of the of the LNL group and Carla's health. Then, some very interesting discussion about the um, philosophical foundations of soul evolution in the octave established by the Logos, uh, particularly regarding veil no veil, meaning uh, third density veiling or third density space time mind complex veiling leading to the establishment of two paths, positive negative, and um, how that is. Um, how that fits into the philosophical basis um, of the establishment of the octave itself by the Logos, so the Logos. You know, Ross said the original desires and entities seek and become one. Well, that can be done with or without a veil or with or without two paths. It can be done with only one path or the, the non-polarized or trans, uh, you know, non-polarized way of soul evolution where there isn't positive-negative, there's only a positive because there's a negative, there's a negative because of a veil. Without a veil, you can't say there are two paths, you can't even say there's polarity, you can't say there's a positive path, there's just the path of truth. And the positive path ought to be the path of truth, or it is, <clears throat> but because there's veil in mind and because we have limitations, um, it's seen as a choice rather than the nature of, of reality. Anyway, Law of One Session 77, 770 greeting. I am Ra. I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. We communicate now. <clears throat> and first Don asks about Carla. Could you first please give me an indication of the condition of the instrument? Don says it is as previously stated. Uh, was the instrument under attack just prior to the session? Don asks, and Ra says this is correct, meaning she was under attack just prior to this session, and um, this is this session comes one week after the previous seventy-six, which was seven, which was February three, and that seventy session seventy-six came after three months break. So there was a major uh, pause in the continuity <clears throat> or discontinuity, and this is one week later. Uh, and conditions are further stressful. She was under attack prior. Uh, 77.3, Don asks, is there anything that we could do to help protect the instrument from these attacks prior to the session? Ross said this is correct. I mean, there is something you can do to protect her. And what, what is that? 77.4, Ross says, your group could refrain from continuing this contact. Don goes, return, replies, is that the only thing we could do? Ross says, that is the only thing you could do which you are not already attempting with a whole heart. And, and that was it. And, that was, and then we go back, go into questions um, about her process and hospital experience and protection. And so uh, it's, sort of a, it's sort of understood here. They are doing everything they can with a whole heart, everything they could to strengthen her uh, vital vital energy, physical energy, keep her in balance, keep her from uh, requesting raw without ritual protection, as in the channeling, um, as we saw in previous sessions, was discussed. They're doing everything they can. The only thing they could do is, the only thing they hadn't, they're not doing, that they could do, is to end the contact. <clears throat> and that that's... Um, there, are, there is time when you're doing everything you can, and it's just not enough to take, you know, to eliminate catalyst, or pain, or trouble, or angst, or malaise, you know, some dis-ease or some unpleasant condition. You're doing everything you can, and the symptoms remain, or the attack remains, or the limiting conditions remain, and that's the end of that. And short of suicide or something more radical, which you probably wouldn't want to do, uh, all you can do is take it and stay. And that's um, like in the movie K-Pax, 
the um, wander the walk-in prot Kevin Spacey character uh, talks to a man in the in the psychiatric facility what can you do the guy who was basically looking for the bluebird he was ta- th- he was given three tasks by prot uh, in terms of how to heal or, or what to do to get out or something or how to take care of his problem and the third task after he had done all of them was something like now remain here <laughs> meaning you can't leave meaning prot I assume could see the man couldn't live on his own or had to stay there and said this is your task for freedom stay here um, and that's very bitter actually for somebody who wanted to leave uh, and and that unfortunately is the truth in many ways is that um, we did our best and that's great <laughs> metaphysically um, it is called a, a 10 for a 10 or an A plus but emotionally physically experientially uh, pain and uh, dismay at pain uh, limiting conditions uh, remain and that's the end of that and they will and so short of doing what they don't want to do um, there was nothing nothing else they could do there was nothing further they could do short of what they really didn't want to do and therefore the psychic attack would remain and they have to simply deal with it 3d life 3d space-time welcome 776 said I have three questions that the instrument asked me to ask that I'll get out of the way first she wants to know if the preparation for her hospital experience could be improved for the next experience meaning what she did to prepare for the I think it was wrist surgery um, looking at that could that be improved for the next time she has some hospital experience or stay and Ross said that all was done well with one exception the instrument was instructed to spend space-time contemplating itself as the creator this done in a more determined fashion would be beneficial at times when the mind complex is weakened by severe assaults upon the distortions of the body complex towards pain there is no necessity for negative thought forms regardless of pain distortions the elimination of such meaning elimination of negative thought forms creates the lack of possibility meaning <laughs> obviates the possibility or eliminates um, what may happen for or being negative elementals and other negative entities to use the thought forms to create the worsening of the mind complex deviation from the normal distortions of cheerfulness anxiety <laughs> yeah. what Ra is saying here is um, her preparation for the hospital stay was was generally very done well done done well but one thing missing which was not done well which was following the advice or contemplate the advice given by Ra which was to spend some time contemplating herself as creator look in the mirror see the creator that was one of the four exercises look in the mirror see the creator look at objects around you see the creator look at other beings or people or you know plants and animals and people see the creator uh, the moment contains love these are very very powerful practices actually or exercises um, look at you know look at yourself and contemplate yourself see the creator you are the creator you are the one infinite creator but that you is um, a far far greater you than body or mind or personality or the incarnation or your soul <laughs> the total you is the creator your true nature um, the totality of all you are is totality the one infinite creator not your thinking and your feeling or your thinking and your feeling are tiny tiny portions of your total beingness which is the creator so self is a being of infinite worth self is a being of infinite value or infinite um, magnitude of infinite nature self is a being of infinite nature therefore a being of infinite worth yet obviously 
we have uh, countless distortions and uh, you know mistakes in unskillful ways and uh, karmic load dot 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 so she didn't do this and that was a problem and so somebody you know to the extent that we bristle at the thought you are the creator you are the infinite creator but me too and everything we see and everything that is also is not just you <laughs> you and me and us and they and all but people bristle at that or people chafe or feel uncomfortable with that generally because of low self-esteem or they've been indoctrinated by false human religion which says uh, you're a sinner and you're you're lowly but that is a focus on one's distortions rather than a focus on one's totality uh, within which distortions are simply one part one's sins um, are one part of one's totality but it's true as a you know, Valentinus says, and Yeshua says, and the Bible says, um, only only God is all good. That's true. That's true. Without distortion, true. But all that is, including distortion and evil, exists within the body-mind field of uh, the one infinite creator, Heavenly Father, of course, who is all. Anyway, she didn't do that. And Ra saying that that deep the deep knowing of one's being as totality and therefore one's worth uh, as vast, great, you know, as much as anyone else, not better, but, you know, infinite worth, incalculable worth and value, not better than anybody, <laughs> but all is. That type of knowing is beneficial when the mind gets weakened when there are when there's strong pain in the body distortions of body complex towards pain severe assaults upon distortions of body called, called pain so the body has strong pain um, and the point is when you're when the body is in strong pain there isn't any necessity for negative thought forms to be generated like i hate this i hate myself i hate my life why is this? Uh, I'm pitiful. I'll never get out of here. I'll never get better. Uh, I deserve it. I don't deserve it. He deserves it. <laughs> no one deserves it. Um, I'm bad. It's bad. You're bad. Life is bad. God is bad. Dot, dot, dot. Um, such distorted thoughts open the way for negative elementals and negative entities to attach negative elementals you know we talk about earth water wind uh, or fire air four elements are there <clears throat> how can there be negative elementals well these are basically astral thought forms and astral thought form entities or um, astral um, miasms <clears throat> some traditions say they're basically um, non-physical astral um, accumulations of tendency that feed off of, yes, very much so, parasitize certain types of thought. And then that's those. That's what Ra means by negative entities, negative entities and elementals using such thought forms of, of basically, you know, anger and self-pity and fear and frustration that then creates worsening of mind complex meaning the mind gets worse or feels, you know, goes into a depression or into a bitterness. Uh, and that's a deviation from the normal distortion, normal ways of cheerfulness versus anxiety. Uh, not that everybody's cheerful, but uh, without such thought and with some sense of self as a creator, uh, one doesn't fall into anxiety much because one knows, you know, we just got to go through it. You do your best, and then you still got to go through it. And um, one is more likely to move to cheerfulness. But this is just an important point, is that there is no necessity for negative thought forms regardless of pain distortions. So regardless of one's body condition, and in fact, regardless of one's life condition, actually, one doesn't have to fall into negative thought forms. And that's the great training, to be free of that, which means to accept and understand uh, the negative thought forms that arise. You can't just be free of it by wishing to be. 
<laughs> or by reading the raw material. You have to actually apply the way of healing and balance to the arising of negative thought forms. Accept them and understand them. Take responsibility and know where they're coming from. And reconsider with greater wisdom um, what's best and what's true. It's really not true that I that I'll be that I'm being punished or that I'm a bad guy. But I may have screwed up, yeah, and I'm totally responsible for my pain, yeah. I made it one my one hundred percent. I made it, yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm a bad guy because I've done good things too. This kind of thing, or what is one's nature? Self is the creator. So one has to make these teachings one's own. And just reading it is not is is just the first step. You know, reading this is great, but it doesn't go further. It doesn't help much if one doesn't make effort to apply, which means reflect upon it, contemplate it, try to rel, rel, turn, relate it to oneself. Relate it to yourself. <clears throat> and there's no way to be free of the negative thought forms that lead to that kind of astral parasitism without um, working with those negative thought forms that arise. <laughs> you can't be free uh, of bondage um, without healing the bondage. And so we have to consider um, how best to accept and understand and, and go through the healing cycle with the negative thought forms that do arise. 77.7. Don says, The instrument would also like to know if the dot 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 what we call tuning could be improved during times when we do not communicate with Ra for that communication. And... Ra refers back to the last answer and says that which has been stated in regard to the latter question will suffice suffice to point the way for the present query. So Don was in 77.7 asking for further clarification for tuning, which would be tuning to Ra or tuning the mind to the Creator or Love Light. Further, what could be improved when they're not communicating with Ra to help communication with Ra. And Ra basically says, uh, review what we just said. <laughs> That's what you need. That's what's needed that you haven't done yet. Which is sort of indicating that Carla was not reflecting on self as creator enough and was falling into negative thought forms with their pain. I mean, you know, being in pain, chronic pain, is really hell. It's really terrible. And it's very uh, rare that a person won't generate negative thought forms, meaning self-pity or anger, hatred, aversion, bitterness, depression, you know, um, deep angst, sorrow, uh, discouragement, and even fear, you know, panic that I'm going to be this way for the rest of my life, and a hopelessness. It's very normal. And so Ra's saying that um, seeing yourself as a creator or doing that practice would be good for improving the tuning also uh, and preparing for the next hospital stay. So she had a very hard life and um, she had a very pained body and this was something that um, unfortunately stayed with her to the end <clears throat> and it was very, um, it was grievous pain. 77.8, finally, Don says, she wishes to know why several days ago her heart rate went up to 115 per minute, and then she had extreme pain in her stomach. Was that an Orion greeting, it says, meaning this was Carla's question, was this an Orion greeting, that heart rate elevation? And here we can get to the subtlety of um, diagnosis. Ross said, although this experience was energized by the Orion group, meaning they energized, they intensified it. The events mentioned, as well as others more serious, were proximally caused uh, by the ingestion of certain foodstuffs in what you call your tablet form. So even a person under regular attack does not have every experience caused by that regular attack. One can make mistakes <laughs> in self-treatment. One can make trouble for oneself in the midst of having trouble from another. And the current trouble 
is actually mainly not caused by the other that's causing me trouble generally, but caused by me in my attempts to try to make things better. That's very common. Don queries and says, can you tell me what these tablets were specifically? 77.9 Ryan Raw replies, we examine this query for the law of confusion and find ourselves close to the boundary, but acceptably so. And two paragraphs. The substance which caused the bodily reaction of the heartbeat was called, was called pituitone by those which manufacture it. <clears throat> that which caused the difficulty, which seemed to be the cramping of the lower abdominal musculature, but was in fact more organic in nature, was a substance called spleen tone. These are probably um, um, glandular extracts. This instrument has a physical body complex of complicated balances which afford it physical existence. Were the view taken that certain functions and chemicals found in the healthy, as you call it, body complex are lacking in this one and, therefore, simply must be replenished, the intake of the many substances which this instrument began would be appropriate. However, this particular physical vehicle has for approximately 25 of your years, been vital due to the spirit, the mind, and the will being harmoniously dedicated to fulfilling the service it chose to offer. And this is a very deep answer. So, although Orion piggybacks always any trouble and amps up distorted thought forms and bodily illness as they can, you know, in accord with the logoic law of free will and non-infringement this was really caused mainly caused by two um, supplements something for pituitary something for her spleen perhaps they were glandular extracts and they were the cause of heartbeat and the uh, cramping why well Carla's a special case and <clears throat> Wanderers who've developed a certain degree also are unique cases. Uh, one could be aware of all sorts of unusual physiology that one has that others don't have. Uh, I'm aware of that for myself, and other people have talked about themselves. Uh, that's not unusual for wanderers who've done spiritual practice somewhat hardcore in past lives or the current. For Carla, Ross said, she has a physical body complex of complicated balances. And uh, these balances um, basically provide vitality for the physical vehicle. So the physical body, with its flesh physiology, uh, can be sustained by physical complex energy levels and or vital complex energy levels or energy. In Carla's case, the vitality of the physical body, or its continued existence, was mainly by spirit, mind, and will. The unification of spirit, mind, and will. Not by constitutional strength or hardiness of body. And not even by physical complex energy transfers, like by sex or whatever might have helped her physical body. But by alignment or integration um, between mind-spirit by way of will. So body-mind-spirit, mind-spirit integration via will to dedicate um, herself to, the, to her pre-incarnated plan. It's the will to accord with the plan. The will to accord with life plan. The will to accord with life plan. And that is deployment of will by mind in harmony with spirit that then vitalizes physical and led to health. Then, for such a person, to simply replenish substance doesn't do the trick and in fact can create more trouble. And that's interesting. What would be necessary, and I, and I would say that this applies to all of us to some extent, uh, there's... Um, there's the, the diminishing returns of taking physical supplements, the diminishing returns of physical uh, physical means of helping the body. What's really helpful 
is further alignment between mind and spirit in life purpose. What's really helpful is to align your will and therefore your activity, what you do each day, what we do, with the purpose of our life, which is basically learning and service. Learning mentally, spiritually, which is growth, and that offered or sent to other by helping, being available to help in some way. The attitude to be with other and the attitude that leads to activity alone. So the attitude that leads to activity alone that's in that de- demonstrates harmony between mind and spirit or that deploys will to be in accord with life purpose um, is continued learning and you know self-benefit <laughs> be loving and kindly to yourself and accept pain if it arises and accept distortion and negative thought forms when they arise and try to understand them and move through healing and balance so doing the work um, is the according of mind with spirit by will and life purpose. And that's how she was strengthened or kept her alive. And to the extent that she thought she could just supplement physically, uh, it don't work. And sometimes the more you do, the, the worse the, the consequence. Um, because she's taking the low route when she when she's beyond that. It's below her. It's beneath her. <laughs> she's using a method to help herself that's beneath her, in a sense. And we often do that. We try to get help by something that doesn't help. And then there's the else. So there are cases where um, our diagnosis of what our condition is may be wrong, (laughs) or our prognosis about what's needed may be wrong, or we help ourselves in a way that doesn't help. Then there are also cases where we've helped ourselves in ways that do help, but there's the limit to the help, and the rest is going to be basically contemplation on the uh, positive uses of limitation or uh, recognizing self as a creator true nature as creator and this is my karma and I got to go through it and I have done everything I can in the best way possible and I have rightly helped myself or the other uh, and no further help can be done and that's it and that's not the same as um, having helped inappropriately or making further trouble but it's also um, a, dem- a, a case where there's no further to be gained uh, at the physical level but um, no further improvement for now and therefore one has to apply more spiritual reflection um, and, and accord to, to life purpose more fully so that's very heavy and Ra therefore closes that 77.9 says therefore physical healing techniques are inappropriate whereas mental and spiritual healing techniques are beneficial that's the case for uh, a number of us or us most of us sometimes 77.10 is there any technique which we could do that we have not been doing that would be beneficial for the instrument in this case you know Don's always asking what else can we do um, which is a good question <laughs> Don uh, Ra replies, we might suggest, without facetiousness, meaning being making a joke here, two, meaning two things that they've not been doing. Firstly, let the instrument remove the possibility of further ingestion of this group of foodstuffs, which means throw it away. You bought it, now throw it away, or give it away, or keep it and don't ever use it again. <laughs> oh, I wasted money. Well, maybe so. Secondly, each of the group may become aware of the will to a greater extent. We cannot instruct upon this, but merely indicate, as we have previously, that it is a vital key to the evolution of the mind-body-spirit complex. And that's uh, really serious, because what does it mean to become aware of the will? Ra can't instruct on it. They can't instruct on how to become aware of the will, but merely indicate it's a vital key to the evolution of mind-body-spirit. Um, will is very much associated with vitality. Vitality is a kind of integration of mind-body-spirit or integration of mind and spirit in association with plan and purpose and dharma, one's dharma, one's dhamma, one's purpose and um, what's really centered, what, what's the central work of the incarnation which is, you know, healing and balance 
um, development of love wisdom and um, resolution of all you know, resolution of distortion and conflict in accord with the law of one or reality uh, but the will um, is critical becoming aware of the will to a greater extent what does it mean well um, there is um, cause and effect and what we experience today is the, the effect or consequence of causes or uh, seeds planted earlier the planting of seeds is done by will the establishing of causes uh, or actions that have consequences or results and effects that establishing is done by will it's done by choice that leads to action in body mind and speech meaning uh, thought word and deed physical behavior speech and ways of thinking those activities of body mind speech uh, are executed by will and the decision is done by will uh, and in many ways the conscious mind is um, <clears throat> is is a is a, a center point of will or is the hub um, like the hubcap hub central point which has um, you know um, a wide range of will direction possible the direction of will this way or that which is very much Gautama would talk about appropriate or inappropriate attending where to what do we attend meaning pay attention I pay attention where I pay attention to my uh, you know what to what do we pay attention do you pay attention to desires unfulfilled or desires that we're longing for do we pay attention to body sensations and stay basically referential to body and feeling continually do we say do we attend only to philosophy or spiritual ideas and concepts to the exclusion of other levels of our life <clears throat> like paying the bills or personal relationship <laughs> is there appropriate or inappropriate attention attending and so one can attend to irritation frustration and that generates aversion anger one can attend to desire uh, attractiveness Gautama said or desirousness or you know the the beautiful external or beautiful qualities of something and that leads to further desiring and one can be confused about attending what to attend to what to pay attention to where to direct the will and end up in ignorance or greater uh, puzzlement bafflement confusion of mind that's the ignorance pull <clears throat> and so uh, aware of the will means aware of the power to choose and the specific uh, direction to which we pay attention the specific directions of attention which we're choosing to what are we where are we attending uh, you know why do you feed um, you know the angel on the right or the devil on the left what to what 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 tendencies are fed by being attended to where do you throw your will where do you invest your will and attention so the investment of attention is in a, is in a deployment of will um, but where you look is where you act where we attend is where we uh, generate activity so if you attend in one direction generally we're going to be making decision um, in that area and so attending to to body leads to activities of body attending to mind leads to activity or development of mind and and <clears throat> attending to that which is unskillful um, leads the will to be deployed to that which is not helpful and attending to that which is helpful leads the will to be used in ways that are helpful <clears throat> so it's very subtle going on 7711 Don says thank you and goes I would like to get I would like to go back to the plan of this logos for its creation 
and examine the philosophical basis that is the foundation for what was created in this local creation and the philosophy of the plan for experience, <clears throat> I am assuming that I am correct in stating that the foundation for this, as we've stated, as we've stated many times before, is the first distortion. After that, what was the plan in a philosophical sense? Mm, this is a sort of convoluted question, but the plan of the logos, meaning the solar logos, sublogos, for its octave, the philosophical basis for the octave the philosophical basis for the plan of experience or the path of soul evolution for beings in the octave created by the solar logos. Uh, Don is saying, is it correct, <clears throat> he's assuming it's correct, that the foundation for the plan, the plan, basically we're talking about structure and function, seven-dimensional structure and progressive soul evolution function, uh, cosmic soul evolution and cosmic plan. The structure is the seven-dimensional mm, octave guided by the laws of free will or, you know, basically actually girded, undergirded by the law of the laws of light that are associated with karma, causality, and time and space, and, and basically tweaking, various tweaks of the um, differentiation of, of light into the seven rays. That's the structure. The... the function is soul evolution, which is mind-body-spirit complex with its chakras, energy fields, uh, differentiations of consciousness, path, requirements for path through the densities in accord with free will. So what about, what, what is the plan in a philosophical sense, meaning those plans of uh, cosmic structure and function? Ross said, we cannot reply due to a needed portion of your query which has been omitted, that is, do we speak of this particular Logos? So Ra <clears throat> knew what Don was asking, but didn't know if it would, pertains to our uh, Logos associated with Earth and the solar system and the Sun. Don said, this is correct. I'm asking with respect to this particular Logos, our Sun, in creating the experience of its planetary system and those sub-Logoi of it meaning uh, you, you have to understand that, that our physical sun um, may be one of many suns and solar systems, planetary systems, under the direction, guidance of a single solar logos. One single solar logos may have many, many solar systems as its octave. Its octave may include multiple solar systems and planets and third and fourth, fifth, sixth density groups in its um, sphere of influence. And so Don is asking about this Logos, which is related to our Sun, but our Sun is not the whole of the Logos. It's, the, it's a center point manifestation. It's a creative vortex, like um, Eric Dollard could see. Um, look, if you want to know more about the sun, look on YouTube, a guy, Eric Dollard, D-O-L-L-A-R-D, understood the physical, what we call physical sun, as a um, multi-dimensional vortex energy receiver transmitter downstepper, um, and not, um, not a massive ball of fire. Ross said, 7712, this query has substance... We shall begin by turning to an observation of a series of concept complexes of which you are familiar as the Tarot. So understanding the philosophical basis for structure and function of the octave and soul evolution by the Logos in relation to the Tarot. Ross said two paragraphs more. The philosophy was to create a foundation, first of mind, then of body, and then of spiritual complex, those concept complexes you call the tarot lie then in three groups of seven. Mind cycle, one through seven. Physical complex cycle, eight through fourteen. The spiritual complex cycle, fifteen through twenty-one. The last concept complex may best be termed the choice. Twenty-two. Upon the foundation of transformation of each complex, 
with free will guided by the root concepts offered in these cycles, the Logos offered this density, three, the basic architecture of a building and constructing and synthesizing of data culminating in the choice. So we're talking about 3D evolution only. The archetypes pertain only to third density. There are aspects of the sevenfold progression in mind, and body, and spirit associated with the Tarot 3D evolution or evolution through 3D that are resonant with higher dimensional aspects of mind, body, spirit evolution, yeah. But these 22 cards really pertain to soul evolution in third density with this logos, from this logos, soul logos. So the philosophy, in this case of uh, soul evolution, cosmic functioning, Ross said, was to create a first a threefold foundation and um, therefore and a, a seven, a threefold uh, septinate or a... <laughs> Uh, a 21, <laughs> 21 portioned uh, triadic, uh, 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 a complex, a triadic complex of three septonates, meaning three sevenfold structures, three structures of seven phases, mind, body, spirit, three mind, body, spirit, seven being the seven phases or the seven cycles. The seven, the seven um, phases, the seven phases of each cycle. So you, and that's why we just got to get the words clear here. Physical complex cycle, mind complex, spirit complex cycle. That's a cycle of seven. There are three cycles of seven, starting with mind. That's why Ra and Ra, you know, we can say body, mind, spirit. We can say mind, body, spirit. Why? Well, if we go from the bottom up or what seems most gross to what's most subtle, we say mind, body, spirit, or body, mind, spirit. If we want to go from the progression of the working, or what's needed for the the normal way of working in 3D, we're talking then mind, body, spirit, because mind, the working of healing and balance and initiation of mind is first. Then there's healing and balance and initiation of body, then spirit. So the three cycles of seven mind, body, spirit, uh, do show the way, um, the natural way of souls polarizing sufficiently in third density to get to the point of making a choice. And that's um, 22, card 22 called the choice. Um, each card can be called a concept complex. So each archetype is a concept complex, a complex of concepts. Uh, as I've said, I think it's also nodal points in the processing of energy consciousness or the processing um, working of mind, body, and spirit. There's seven phases of development or seven nodes in the natural cycle of development of mind, body, spirit. Then upon this foundation of transformation of each complex, so each of the three, mind, body, spirit, and then each of the three made up of um, seven concept complexes. So the foundation first is that there's a three, and that each of the three can be understood as seven phased or seven staged. Then entities with free will, right, having free will, as much as we <laughs> can use it, guided by root concepts offered in these cycles. The root concepts are the seven phases or nodes. The root concepts are the seven concept complexes in each of the three cycles. Right? Three cycles, mind, body, spirit, each which has seven concept complexes. These concept complexes can be called root concepts. And so, meaning there really is um, our experience of a conscious mind magician and an unconscious or subconscious uh, high priestess. You know, so there really is an experience for mind in the mind cycle of a conscious mind that may interact with a subconscious or a matrix of mind that may uh, relate to something we call potentiator, which is High Priestess card too. So this is the interplay of root concepts, 
by free will or with in regard to free will in each of the three cycles. By that, the solar logos offer this density, 3D only, the basic architecture of building and constructing and synthesizing data, culminating the choice, and that's it. It's just getting out of 3D, polarizing sufficiently and getting out. But this is a basic architecture. This is in the deep mind. The architecture associated with building, constructing, and synthesizing data. So it's building uh, a seven chakra configuration or reconfiguring the seven chakra energetics, uh, each center, and then there its relations with all other centers by careful use of experience or the careful fashioning of experience in relation to catalyst by interplay of matrix and potentiator or conscious mind seeking. Conscious mind, matrix of mind magician, seeks, seeks what? Seeks to accept and understand and know and balance and heal and be one and be free. Um, That seeking is its self-potentiation, is seeking potentiation. Seeking is potentiation. (laughs) And that is um, the way of carefully meeting catalyst to carefully or efficiently fashion experience to continue on one's path. And that's what is meant here, I think, by building and constructing and synthesizing data. Uh, It's using, commonly said, losing life experience, meaning what happens in my body and the thoughts and feelings in the mind and what happens in relationships and the people around and situations and society and dynamics of world history and the whole gestalt of the whole uh, you know material psychic body mind environment that we're dealing with the inner and outer uh, as grist for the mill as catalyst for a potentiated mind careful fashioning of experience in the way of continuing on the positive path and that culminates in the choice 7713 uh, this will be a funny we'll do this session in two parts and um, end in a moment here uh, 7713 maybe the last for today Don tries to integrate and says, then for me to condense your statement, I see it meaning that there are seven basic philosophical foundations for mental experience, seven for bodily, seven for spiritual, and that these produce the polarization that we experience sometime during the third density cycle. This may be very poorly stated on my part. Am I close to correct? Uh, So basically Don is saying that the seven concept complexes or major arcana tarot card um, archetypes the seven of each of the three mind body spirit he's calling them seven basic philosophical foundations they could be called nodal points they could be called root concepts they could be called concept complexes their root concept complexes archetypes or energy mind you know energy sentience um, processing points nodal points in development of mind body spirit um, they don't produce polarization but they're the means by which souls choose polarization right the structure doesn't do the function the beingness by its decisions uh, execute function within structure. Soul evolution is the product of the beingness attending and choosing within the structural dynamics of uh, uh, of uh, cosmic uh, cosmic seven dimensional octaves. So we find ourselves with body mind spirit. They don't produce polarity, but we may continue on one path or the other by our attending and our um, decisions deploying will in one way or another um, within the structure uh, of the the triadic you know the 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 sevenfold triadism or the triadic seven septonates 
<laughs> the three septonates of body, mind, spirit, or mind, body, spirit. Raw uh, answers at 77.13 about is Don correct or not correct. Seems more or less correct. Ra says, you are correct in that you perceive the content of our prior statement with accuracy. You are incorrect in that you have no mention of the, shall we say, location of all these concept complexes, archetypes, that is, they exist within the roots of the mind. And it is within, it is from this resource that their guiding influence and light motifs may be traced. You may further note that each foundation is itself not single but a complex of concepts. Furthermore, there are relationships betwixt mind, body, and spirit of the same location in octave, for instance, 1815, and relationships within each octave, which is the seven phases, which are helpful in the pursuit of the choice by the mind-body-spirit complex. The logos under which these foundations stand is one of free will. Thusly, the foundations may be seen to have unique facets and relationships for each mind-body-spirit complex, only 22. The choice is relatively fixed and single. So, this is a kind of uh, exposition of complexity. Um, It's correct that these um, seven concept complexes could be called philosophical foundations. They're concept complexes. They're complex, not simple. They could be called philosophical foundations, sevenfold philosophical foundations for mind and body and spirit. But where they are is in the roots of the mind. So the seven that pertain to mind, body, spirit are in the mind, in the deep mind. So it's the work of the mind that does the work on the body and spirit, and of course mind. So mind works on mind, mind works on body and spirit, or the transformation of mind, body, spirit is done by the agency of mind, by the agency of conscious mind um, and potentiator of mind ultimately using uh, all resources available, more or less. And so, um, from the resource, this resource in the deep mind, guiding influence and leitmotif can be traced and found. Leitmotif, the note here indicates it's a leading motive. Leading, light, late, late, light means leading motive. Uh, in music, distinguishing theme or melodic phrase, representing and recurring with a given character, situation, or emotion. Da 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 da, da 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 da, like that. So that's a simple one. So it's a you know when you hear a certain tune or phrase of a tune, then you say, oh, I know that song. That's something. It's sort of distinguishing. So each archetype could be considered that way but they're complex, they're not single, and there are relationships between um, uh, like positions of the sevenfold, you know, uh, of each position in the sevenfold cycle, relations between... um, similar positions in the sevenfold journey relating in mind and body and spirit, like 1815, each one being a matrix, right? So first is matrix, then potentiator, and then catalyst, and then experience, and then um, significator, and I think what, great way and transformation? Or I'm not sure which of those is six and seven. So matrix or the first position in the sevenfold sequence is reson has resonance in terms of matrix of mind and body and spirit um the logos is of free will we are of free will to the extent that we um <laughs> we have free will or it's our experience of free will um it may be illusory but it seems to be pretty real it's a vivid illusion and um, therefore, entities um, make their own unique 
uh, predominant relations between uh, aspects of mind, body, spirit. So it's very complicated. But um, Ross says foundations can be seen to have unique facets and relationships for each mind, body, spirit. So each person um, use, develops the structure uniquely. And the development of the structure is development of mind in association or e- the development of mind pertaining to mind's relationship to body and mind and spirit. <laughs> so the archetypes are in the mind. And of the 21 um, concept complexes, archetypes, um, each person uh, gives different weighting or has a differential development of particular positions within the sevenfold st- structure of each of the three cycles. So it's very complicated, and um, each one, you know, each person is unique. Their free will decisions are unique, and free will decisions or preference, you know, who do you want to become? What do you value? And it's not just stuff, but uh, way, what ways of being do you value? How being how do you value? I value being this way and that way and not the other way. Um, valuing what qualities of being are valued, what qualities of activity or qualities of self um, um, self portrait, you know. When I paint a portrait of my face, what do I emphasize and what not? Um, my persona, the personality or mask or face to the world, emphasizes this and that and not the other. That represents preference or heightened development of particular, um, no, what I would call nodal points or aspects of the sevenfold structure. Um, in their relationship to mind and body and spirit that another may not emphasize. So, um, the only uh, card or archetype that Ra calls relatively fixed and single is a choice 22, which means everybody's got to make the choice or all souls leaving third density will be choosing. And they're you know, there are two ways that you can go by, but in the long run, you know, there's still time to change, there's still time to change the road you're on, sang Led Zeppelin. And so, there are two roads, and there is a crossroads, uh, and that's the choice, and all souls in 3D do. How they get to the crossroads and which choice they make is up to them, but there are only two choices. And how the timing you know how they get to that crossroads is their own is of their own free will uh quickly or slowly uh well or bedraggled um clear or uh heavily avoidant or somewhat avoidant 51% or 99% let's say service to other uh entities get to the crossroads one way or another but that they will choose is uh, fixed and single, or for sure. So next time, we'll go further um, with the discussion of um, these philosophical foundation concept complexes, nodal points of development in the three cycles of mind, body, spirit, and the tarot and how it relates to the Logos establishing Veil in 3D space-time mind. And that's very interesting. So next time we'll talk about uh, life in the octave before and after veiling. And there's a very uh, solid cosmo- you know, metaphysical cosmology, or the philosophy uh, of cosmology, philos- cosmological philosophy, <laughs> the philosophy of um, uh, establishing uh, solar systems and octaves, seven-dimensional octaves for experience and soul evolution. The philosophy behind um, the veil 
in mind at 77.17 and um, more how that relates to tarot because tarot very much is, uh, understands uh, polarity and two choices or two, you know, a choice between two paths in third density. So anyway, that'll be it for today. Getting heavy and philosophical. Thank you very much for being here. Uh, next time we'll pick up at what? 77 uh, where are we? 7714 uh, and we'll complete the session that way from 7714 onwards. So thank you for being here. Please take good care of yourselves. See you next time and good night.